be strong and courageous. Anywhere you see a gap between what you think might be possible and what is, that's an opportunity for an entrepreneur to dive in. There are ways to succeed. There are models in entrepreneurship investing. There are people who have found a path before to dream about like, what are the talents that you have? And what are the things that make you come alive? That there's actually a generation of warrior entrepreneurs, people that are willing to stand up, to do the hard work, to start a thing, to see a thing through. Here's our mission, and we're going to take a step forward, just one foot in front of the other, and we're going to build something great. We can make a difference. Let's do this in our lifetime. Let's see how much positive change we can drive. Welcome to another episode of Take Your Mountain Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of having with me actually our founding investor and original uh, partner in Gratus Capital, my dad, Jack Wyman. Welcome. Hi. So um, today we thought, you know, in, in past uh, episodes interviewing with our other partners, um, kind of going through their, their background, what brought them to be partners. Um, we thought it'd be kind of fun to rehash our our investing kind of history together. Um, maybe just start off though with a little bit of of history on yourself, kind of what brought you into your professional realm. Um, when we when I got starting of age, where where we started to do some things together. Yeah. Well, I uh, I was always quite interested in electronics, and my dad was a mechanic and. I learned a lot about mechanics from my dad, and uh, but electronics always fascinated me, and I wanted to get involved in that. And uh, I was very fortunate to have a series of different jobs, but I really spent like 36 years at at one company, and I got to go from five employees to I think we had uh, about 400 employees by the time we were done. And I got to follow through that whole process. And uh, along the way, I did get some equity in the company. And so as the company grew and we ultimately went uh, public on the New York Stock Exchange. And, um, and so I got some liquidity then. And then uh, we were purchased by one of our competitors later on the stock market. And then I had a, another liquidity event uh, re related to that. And so that was, that's what created my problem, which is <laughs> when, when you have some money all of a sudden and you haven't had much money up until that point, now, now what do I do? Mm. That's, that's great. We'll, we'll come back to that. But um, yeah, I thought I want to go back to your, childhood in middle school, as you were, you, you shared with me, obviously, um, when it comes to this idea of purpose or passion or like what it is I'm going to do with my life, um, a lot of people either, you know, don't give it much thought or if they do give thought, they almost like have so much thought that they're not sure what to do. They lack conviction. Um, maybe share a little bit how, how you came to decide what you wanted to do with your life professionally yeah, and, and how, you know, at what ages, like how that process worked for you. Yeah. I, um, from my earliest days, like when I was in 
I think it was sixth grade. My, uh, I was so interested in electronics and electricity uh, that my my English teacher knew that I wanted to do this. He was uh, we had to write some kind of a paper in class, and uh, and he at the end of the year he made up a story about all the different students and and tied it all together, and uh, and he he made some comment about me uh, shocking people. <laughs> electrically shocking people because uh i actually built something like that and and had it there you know as a sixth grader so that that was uh do you remember like the first time like electronics i don't you you probably introduced me to even this subject but do you remember and for a lot of people they don't think about electronics until well they had magazines you know in the back of the magazines they had these uh kits you could order and at that time, safety was was not was not a big issue. And uh, I ordered a, a kit where you could build a, a transmitter, so I could transmit on a on an FM radio, um, hmm. you know, with this. So these would have been magazines laying around. Yeah, they uh, the like Popular Mechanics or, like or Grandpa things like would that. have. Yeah, in the back. Um, uh, well, yeah. appar apparently I must have been interested enough. Mom, we had the magazine around and in yeah. the back of the magazine, they had ads for different kids. Yeah, I still remember that back do. for those of you that were born, you know, after 1990, they have these things <laughs> called made out of paper They mail them to your house. It's so inefficient. But uh, in the right. back, they have the classified section, which always had all these interesting right. projects, kits. Uh, things you could order. We used to get popular science, popular right. mech mechanics growing yeah. up. So, yeah, yeah. And uh, so you found one of these kits, and that was part of. Yeah, it had a number of different circuits you could build. It had vacuum tubes, which you know most people. <laughs> what's a vacuum tube? Yeah. But uh, it was uh, it was something where I had to solder. I had learned how to solder in my dad's garage, and so I knew how to solder things and. I had to solder all the wires up and it, it plugged into the wall. It had 110 AC that powered this thing. Yeah. And, uh, and I was, you know, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 years old in that area. And, and I hooked all this stuff up and of course it had open wires everywhere <laughs> on it, but, uh, but it was a tremendous amount of fun. And I, I, as a kid, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. So, Fast forward a little bit. Um, you're pursuing electronics, doing well. Um, not a great student in other areas, but in the areas that that you had interest and desire. Yeah, very good student. Um, but at some point, kind of, you know, bringing in the the spiritual. You grew up in the in a church, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe share a little bit how how you had the North star of like your passion for electronics kind of guiding you. And then as your, how's your spiritual walk kind of blend in there? Um, yeah. Well, it, as you, as you begin to take that more serious when, as a kid, I, you know, not that I would recommend this, you know, for everybody, but I kind of decided that I wasn't, I did go to church like three times a week. I was at church all the time. You check the boxes. Uh, <laughs> and I, you know, heard every uh, Bible story a hundred times and uh, so forth. But I had kind of decided that I was just going to be a kid until like I was 20. 
you know. Okay. And they're 20 or 21, I guess maybe I was. What did just being a kid mean to you? Well, it just meant, you know, like there were so many requirements of, you know, to be a good Christian and everything. And I, it was, it just felt so burdensome. I just. So intuitively (laughs) as a child, you're like, this is heavy. Yeah. I'm just not going to participate in that. Well, it wasn't like I was doing bad things. Right. I I was actually a quite responsible young person, but. But the religiosity. But the, yeah, the, you know, reading your Bible every day. I hated to read. I mean, the worst possible. When I left high school, I had read one book cover to cover other than, you know, like Uncle Wiggly or some Curious George. Curious George. Uh, and so I hated to read. It was like my worst nightmare to, to be reading. Um, and so that, that was part of it, you know, and then, uh, when I, I got married at 20 and part of my vows was to be the spiritual leader of our home. Hmm. And so, (laughs) and a weird thing about me is like, if I say I'm going to do something, then I feel compelled to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so in our early marriage, you know, first... so despite the religiosity, throwing that off, you know, Bible says, let your yes be your yes, no be your no. Yeah. And by golly, that was something you believed in. Yeah. And in my first year of marriage, uh, my wife, Kathy, um, she, uh, your mom, <laughs> Uh, she had, uh, a job where she worked in the evening. So like I worked all day and then I would come home and we'd eat together and then she'd go to work. And so I had a lot of time on my hands in the evening and, uh, I decided to start reading the Bible. How'd you decide it? Didn't, didn't she call you out? Well, she did. She kind of said, well, you know, you said you were going to be, you know, our spiritual leader, you know, and I said, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess I can't argue with that. So do you, do you remember what precipitated that? Was it just kind of like, uh, it was just, she just wanted me to be a spiritual man. Hey, you know? we're all, you know, we're, we're, we're doing this life now together. Right. What are you, right. what's your plan for What's me? your plan? Okay. That's, that's so, a, as a 20 year old, that's like right. a real question. There. Well, and I, I wasn't a person who thought about things and strategically, I did just strategically know that I wanted to go study electronics, but it wasn't like I had some big plan for my yeah. life or whatever. Like I a five just, step plan. I was just like, yeah. this is all I'm it's doing. Just, I love electronics and I love Kathy and that's what, that's we're what doing. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, I started and I realized when I started reading the Bible, cause yes, I'd heard, you know, many, many stories from the Bible all my life up until that point. And, uh, but reading the Bible, I mean, for a person who hates to read the Bible is this huge, thick book, overwhelming, thing. overwhelming. And, um, and, uh, you know, I had read one book cover to cover. And, uh, and so I knew <laughs> if I'm going to do this, uh, and I really kind of made a, uh, a, uh, an agreement with God, which, you know, it was basically me telling him what I was thinking, but it was like, you know, I'm going to read this through. I'm going to try to believe everything that I've ever been taught, but I'm going to be checking to see if what I've been taught is what the Bible says, mm. you know? 
And, and I said, um, you know, <laughs> I hate to read, you know, I hate to read, um, you've got to do something about that. You know, I don't know what, but, uh, you've got to do something about that. So, um, <laughs> I read through the entire Bible in six weeks, six weeks. 